A Manitoba Court of Queen's Bench judge has certified a class action lawsuit against the Government of Canada and G3 Canada Limited. The lawsuit alleges financial irregularities occurred during the privatization of the Canadian Wheat Board. Glenda Lee Allen-Vossler talks with Stuart Wells, chair of the Friends of the Canadian Wheat Board. Let's start with the beginning and just remind everybody what this is all about. Ten years ago, uh, the Conservative government, uh, led by Stephen Harper and his agricultural minister, Jerry Ritz, undertook to dismantle and destroy the Canadian Wheat Board. And there were a lot of ramifications uh, coming out of that. Um, And the Friends of the Canadian Wheat Board actually had been created in 2006 to deal with um, the government's... um, uh, actions against the Canadian Wheat Board. So in 2012, uh, further legal actions were undertaken to try to uh, maintain the asset base and the ongoing business that was very valuable to try to maintain that asset base for Western Canadian farmers. Part of the of the original action was uh, struck by the courts, and the courts ruled that farmers did not have... Um, an interest in the, or a proprietary interest in the uh, physical assets of the Canadian Wheat Board, the, the hopper cars, the building in Winnipeg, the, the um, uh, ships that had been purchased to operate on the Great Lakes. But uh, other provisions of that original court case uh, stayed intact. <clears throat> and so that's what is at issue now. The, the, uh, class action that has just been certified by the Manitoba courts uh, names a Manitoba farmer, Andrew Dennis, as the representative um, of the class. And it, uh, the class action is um, going to pursue the question of, did the government pay out all the money that was owed to farmers uh, from the pooling accounts in those last two years, the 2010 crop year and 2010-2011 and 2011-2012 crop years were the appropriate payments made to farmers. And the, uh, of course, we're alleging that in his haste, and um, I think it's not going too far to call Mr. Ritz's actions mean-spirited, but in his haste to uh, strip the assets away from farmers and get ready to give those assets to the government of Saudi Arabia and the grain company Bungie, um, Mr. Ritz and the cabinet orders were a little overzealous and um, actually went past his authority as agricultural minister. So those are the questions that are going to come before the court. They're very clearly spelled out by uh, Justice Martin in the ruling um, of this week. And... um, so that's what we have to look forward now, uh, have to look forward to. It has taken, uh, you know, this last 10 years, the government, uh, first Mr. Ritz and then the Liberal government, have uh, delayed the, the court actions uh, in every possible way they could. And so that's why it has taken 10 years to get to this point. So what happens now? What is the next step? my understanding that uh, Justice Martin will not be the judge who hears the actual case. Um, So a different judge will have to be named. 
and uh, um, a trial date will have to be set, and there will be an actual trial on the merits of this case. There's no timeline that I'm aware of, uh, so I don't I, I would be hopeful that this case actually gets before the courts uh, this coming fall, but there's uh, no way to know if, um, <clears throat> if, if that will be the timeline that the court follows. But um, it's a very significant step that the action has been certified now as a class action. So uh, Mr. Dennis, uh, from the farmer from Manitoba, uh, will be the one that the court um, and the lawyers are dealing with as uh, as this moves moves forward. And it stays before the Manitoba Court of Queen's Bench. Yes, yes, absolutely. The only it, it, it it's a very long and convoluted story about how uh, the the case was moved from the federal court uh, to the Court of Queen's Bench. Uh, there are several different um, angles there, but this class action will now be heard by the Court of Queen's Bench in Manitoba. One of the lawyers, Anders Brune, also saying that they are seeking $10 million in punitive damages plus interest. Yes. Yeah, and of course the interest uh, really adds up when you know, you're looking back over the last 10 years and we're not at the end of this yet, so there could be you know, two, three, four, five years um, uh, going forward. So 10 to 15 years worth of interest on um, 100 to $150 million, uh, that does add up over 15 years. And who would be responsible for paying that now? Uh, the Government of Canada and G3. Whoever the uh, G3 is the successor organization uh, of the Canadian Wheat Board and uh, it would be up to the court to decide how to treat the class fairly. And if the award comes down um, in favor of the farmers, it will be the court that decides who, um, who actually pays that money. Final thoughts, key comments you would like to leave with producers today? Well, we've always, we've always known right back to 2011 and 2012 um, regardless of whether you uh, supported the Canadian Wheat Board marketing system or if you didn't support it, we've always understood that what uh, the way that dismantling do- was done by, by Mr. Ritz was morally wrong. And now we're going to find out if it was not just morally wrong but also legally uh, wrong. And um, so we're, you know, we're quite excited to get to this point and... Um, get this question before the court so that uh, the question can be be decided once and for all. I've been talking with Stuart Wells, chair of the Friends of the Canadian Wheat Board for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.